Hey guys, what is up? I'm Kavish, and this is my very first podcast. So, welcome to the Double R99. We will be talking about different games, mainly about Apex Legends, the updates, you know, the updates, buffs, and nurture characters, and we'll also be focusing on games like Fortnite along the side. Now, let's get straight into it. Two major battle royale games, Apex Legends and Fortnite, just came out with their brand new seasons. It's been like over a month for Apex season, but Fortnite just came out with this, like, I believe last week. Both the games are an absolute banger, but to be honest, I prefer Apex Legends. I am way better at FPS than any other third person shooter game. That's just my opinion. Anyways, one of the main important things that I wanted to talk about was the collection event that is coming on Tuesday, as of my recording today. Uh, it will be coming at 10:30 India time because I live in India. But that's but that aside, the collection event looks pretty dope, and I wanted to focus on the Revenant skin and the Wraith and Watson skin. Hot damn, those skins are good. But most importantly. A new heirloom for Mirage is coming out. My boy Mirage, I have zero heirloom shards. I'm a little 177. So my chances of getting the heirloom are pretty slim, but it will be in the shop after the event. So yeah, whenever I get them, I'm gonna get the Mirage heirloom first, rather than a Bloodhound heirloom, who is my main. Yeah, I just want to talk about which legend you should unlock first. Now... This is today's podcast's main goal. Which legend should you unlock first? And then I'll be talking about legend counters as well. So which legend should you unlock first? Well, there are a lot of legends. I do not know the actual number. And I'm pretty stupid. But the main legend that I believe that should be the first to unlock depends upon the player's playstyle. Is he a defensive player, an offensive player? Or does he just like to sit in a building and snipe people? Now, the legends that come free for the first are Wraith, Bangalore, Bloodhound, Gibraltar, and who else do we have, eh? Um, I believe we also have... Damn, I do not know the first legends that come free. Okay, this is embarrassing. The legends that come free are Wraith, Bangalore, Bloodhound, Gibraltar, and then Pathfinder is one of them. Who else are there? Um, let's see. Definitely not Octane. Yeah, there are some more legends that come free. <laughs> I just do not remember their names right now. But, as I was saying... These are the legends which come free, you know, and all of these legends have some very special powers or abilities to be precise. Each and every single one of these abilities is special, and you know, if you're an OG player, you might have all the legends yet, but you might have all the legends. But now, if you've started just this season or the previous season and have just gotten enough money to buy your first legend, well, it just depends upon your playstyle. Now, mainly what I will recommend, if you are if you're an offensive player, Pathfinder or Wraith would be the best choice for you, but you already have those legends. 
And why are these legends played so much? It's because of their ability to quickly get in and get out of a fight. Although Pathfinder was massacred this season by increasing the cooldown from 15 to 25 seconds. Damn, that's a big difference. But mainly, why do players, many players still play Pathfinder? It's because of his ability, and he's not that bad after all. All you need is a little bit of discipline. You can get into a fight by using your zipline, you know, and get out of it using a grapple. But, you know, all you need is a little bit of discipline. You need, you cannot use a grapple anytime you want. That's a downside, because Pathfinder used to be absolutely amazing for you know, getting ahead of your teammates. But now, obviously you cannot do that. That has put him lower down in the ranking table, but he is still an absolutely amazing legend, and I love playing him. And obviously Wraith, the one and only Wraith, the most played legend in ranked lobbies. Every single Pred will be running this girl. Anybody who gets the first pick, you guess it right, they pick Wraith. Why? It's mainly because she has a get out of jail free card. Respawn tried to nerf her, but her win rate just dropped. Her pick rate remained the same, but her win rate just dropped and they had to buff her. Yesterday, on the 17th, what is it, on the 17th, am I right? Yeah, on the 17th, the patch notes came out, and I was shocked to see them. They are buffing right back, which is a huge buff. I was never really able to play right because I was pretty bad at her, but now, I'm trying to learn how to play her. Anyways, Lifeline is another legend which comes free, I'm sorry, but why are you here? You are here for the legends, which you should buy first let's go over the offensive playstyle. The legends which are best for offensive playstyle are Octane, Loba, Mirage. These three are the best offensive playstyle legends. And I'll tell you right now. Now do not get me wrong why I am signing with these legends. Well, it's mainly because... You know, it's mainly because of the kids. Now, earlier I would have never put Mirage into the offensive range because, damn, was he bad. But now he has gotten so good. You get into a fight, pull out one decoy. You shoot it, you know where your enemies are. You get into their face, take out your ultimate in a small space, and they'll get confused as hell. But I do believe what would have been better is Mirage going invisible and his decoy is just following him. That would have been super hilarious, but can't complain. And whatever, Mirage is top tier legend now. And why so? You know, his kit has gotten so strong. You are in a fight, one of your teammates gets down, pop your ultimate, revive him. They will not know what you're doing because your decoys will be in the center of the room. You can be in the corner reviving him. That's super helpful and it is super easy. Also, while rezzing as well. Quickly pop your ultimate, go invisible while go invisible while respawning your teammates, and boom, you're done. Get out of there. And then why Octane? That man is a maniac. I love his character. I just love how one can play him offensively. I will not say defensively. I can only play offensively because if you want to sit in a building and camp, Octane is not the person who should do that. 
obviously can use a jump pad on doorways so that if anybody tries to come in they'll get launched into traps or something but that would be a waste that is one more reason why he is not picked up that much in ranked games so yeah if you want to grind ranked I would not recommend Octane but for Pump's game he's one hell of a legend quickly get into fights and get out of fights put down jump pads that your teammates can use to get into the fights as well and now the fact that he can double jump using his jump pad is amazing and can easily change direction let's say there is a card in your lobby with a Kraber Jump pad hits you for 145, quickly change the direction and get out of there. And now his stim makes him 40% faster. All of you OGs out there, remember when Bangalore was getting 40% speed on her passive? In close quarters, she was the worst legend to fight because she could move from one corner to another. Super fast. And now, that speed is being given to Octane. He might be broken with this, but I'm not complaining. I love Octane. I love his character. Next up, we have Loba as well. Why Loba? Well, it's quite easy to say Loba because of a bracelet, but there are many other reasons. You can easily block a doorway when, when you're Loba. Yes, this is not used a lot, but you can easily block a doorway when you're Loba. Let's say you're an opponent, he is in a house. You block one doorway, teleport to the other and block that. The only, the only thing that he can do is block the doorway again. You can easily break it. Get in there and kill him. Another reason why Loba is so good is because she, you can use her ultimate to, you know, swap shields in between a fight. Loba's ultimate is also pretty good on World's Edge because let's say you're like let's say you're mid game, you do not have too many good shields, you can simply go to the vault vault and pick up a gold or an epic shield. That's pretty helpful. But the only downside of that is that you will ring the alarm. Another reason why Loba can be used offensively is you can see all the good loot and steal it from opponents. Now you would say why would you rather pick up a, a weapon or a body shield imagine you having a weapon and your opponent having a purple body shield he would obviously kill you faster because he has almost double the health you can easily go and pick up a body shield although if your opponent has a good weapon like the havoc all i can say is you're dead but that if he has any other gun like a P2020 and R45, you can easily kill him. Now, these are the three legends which I believe can be played offensively. And now, do not get me wrong. Caustic can be used super offensively. I mean, look at players like Kanju and Back Off My Janks. Those guys are beasts with them. But, I would think that like, these legends are a little bit more on the defensive side. Up if you're a defensive player. Now, if you are a defensive player, I will recommend using legends like Crypto or Watson. And oh my god, I'm sorry, this is my very first podcast. I forgot to mention Revenant in the aggressive category. Revenant is also a great legend. You can put down a sodium, and the fact that the range was removed, or sorry, will be removed this update, is amazing. 
no way you can put it down in the circle and go fight in the a zone. That's pretty dope. That's super good for third party legends. And it's just super easy as well. His tactical is pretty good now that he can mid grapple and mid phase walk cancel cancel the tacticals. That's super good. His passive was already broken and what can I say? It's pretty dope. Although I was expecting a little bit more since in the trailer he literally climbed a whole goddamn skyscraper, but you know what can you say? Whatever you get, it's pretty good. Moving on to the defensive category. Now in the defensive category are the legends Caustic, Watson, and Crypto. Once again, do not get me wrong on this, but I feel that these guys are on the defensive category. And why so? Well, you know, you can play Crypto and Caustic pretty offensively, but they require a super high skill set, and this list is for those who just started playing. Now, Watson has gotten pretty bad, I would say, like, is now, would come and the third most defensive, she's the king of camping still, but she has dropped from her earlier, you know, throne. And why? Well, her her fences now only last for how many seconds? Yes, 90 seconds, a minute and a half. And she can only carry two ultimate accelerants. Well, that's bad because her ultimate was super good. Carrying and people like NRG Rogue, check him out. He is a beast of a player. He's the latest member of NRG. He's a content creator and he is a beast with Watson. You know, he would carry at least three or four ultimate accelerants with him for a reason because her ultimate was so good. And now the fact that she can stack only three fences that's bad as well because earlier you could stack up to six and now. You can make only one fence. That's pretty bad. And now, I would say that she has dropped in my ranking a lot. And now, last but not... Second last but not secondly least, we have... Crypto. Why Crypto? Well, I believe that Crypto is a legend who is super good. And has a lot of potential. They buffed him this time, his drone now comes out in 1.5 seconds rather than 2.5, but the only reason why he comes a little bit low is because of, you know, his drone, the fact that he stays still. I cannot tell you the number of times I have encountered a crypto and have punched him to death. It's just something that I love to do, but whenever I'm a crypto, that has happened to me once as well. But, to be very honest with you, he's a good legend, his ultimate is super good. Although I believe that he does not even have a passive, I, his passive should be something which, you know, suits his lore as well. For example, he, um, off the grid, he cannot be detected by sonar scans and digital thread scopes. Now that would be one thing which is super, super cool. And I really want him to not get affected by his own EMP. His EMP is super good and can now disable Watson fences. That might be minor but is super good for ranked. That's a unit bred game, the final circle is full of Watson fences and caustic crap. Crypto goes in his drone, presses L2, R2, or Z, boom. 
All the Watson fences are down, the team rushes in, and that's a free dub. Now, do not get me wrong, wrong here. Crypto is a super good legend and, cannot, and can be used in many other scenarios as well. But I personally use Crypto to just see the banner, the legend banners, and see how many squads are nearby and then just fire through the range and you easily find them. And I have seen this number of hundreds of times. A, pe a person who is miles away from me would do an EMP on me and then would just recall his drone. By the time they get there, we are fully healed and are ready for them. I mean, like, that's the absolute waste of an EMP. You should always EMP when you're close to the person, or at least in a range when you know that you can push. And now, Crypto is not all that of a defensive legend, but he pairs beautifully with legends like um, Wraith, Pathfinder, and Revenant. My dream squad would be Wraith, Crypto, and Revenant. Why? All of their ultimates together are so good. The Totem EMP push, you know, if you want back off my janks or item plays, they once did that and they were awesome with it. As his, as his um, Revenant Totem has no range now, he puts down his totem, waits, makes, waits, makes a portal to the enemies, which um, Crypto's tactical has ejected. Crypto does the EMP, all of them go into the portal and can easily kill them. If not, they come back at the totem with full shields, half their health, get into the portal, and once again kill them. This idea is just so good. This can't be the meta after the update. But obviously, this is respawn entertainment. They know how to balance legends. So yeah, they might, you know, nerf him a little bit. But obviously, Crypto is a pretty good legend. And now the king of camping himself, Caustic. Why is Caustic such a good legend? It's super easy. He has the gas traps. You. Take a building, you have three gas traps at once. A building will have two to three doors, block all of them. Enemies come in, break doors, get gassed. Gas goes off, let's say that you have the ultimate as well. The gas gets over, they come in, and you put down your ultimate. And you just put down the gas traps once again on the doorways. They are locked in there. You get threat vision in that. And the damage spikes up from 4 damage per tick to 10. That's almost as dangerous as a 10 tick storm. And the fact that it goes straight for the health and not the shields. Oh my goodness, that is lethal. Another reason why Caustic is so good, you can easily hold the higher ground with him. Places that can be accessed by zip lines, by climbing, can be easily held by Caustics. Um, let's say that there is a rock and... I cannot tell you exactly like in a podcast, but there is a place right by Skulltown. So not Skulltown, sorry, Salvage. You can remember the rock which is above the building. When you get on the bridge, there's a building to the right. You, I, I, what I ask is my pathfinder to place a zipline, and I, whenever I'm up there, I just put two caustic traps there, 
and I hold that high ground because that high ground is such a good place. Nobody dare come up there because I'm caustic, I have my ultimate ready, I'll just put down the ultimate and boom. They cannot come up there, it's super useful and I love his ultimate. Overall, Caustic is an A-tier legend and the fact that his teammates do not get slowed by the gas is so good. Caustic, you, and another reason why, and the, the reason why Caustic can play offensively as well is because his gas can break Watson fences. That is one of the main reasons why he is big in rank now. As I told you, hundreds of Watson fences, small circle, put down your ultimate, it'll do damage to players and will also Break Watson fences. Now that is an amazing thing. And I personally I love that. Now these are my legends, how you should play them, and it depends on your playstyle. So once again I'll just do a quick recap. Offensive, the best legend to get is number one. To be very honest, it depends on you. If you want to play offensive, the two best legends in the game right now are for free. But after that, I believe the list should be Octane, Mirage, Loba, Caustic. Sorry, sorry, I'm my bad. I'm just an idiot. Revenant, Octane, Loba, Mirage, Crypto. No, Caustic, and then Crypto. I cannot put Octane on last because of his recent buff, the double jump is so good. And then 40% speed boost, that just got him a lot up higher on my list. But, now comes defensive. In defensive, it has to be Crypto. Oh my god, what am I doing? It has to be Caustic, Crypto, and then Watson. Now moving on to the legend counters. Now... Respawn devs have tweeted out that they do not want any legend to counter any other legend directly. Now, obviously that is not true. I mean, look at Bangalore and Bloodhound. Bangalore puts down her smoke. Bloodhound remains be like, you think that's gonna stop me? They pop the ultimate, pop the tactical, boom. But now, there is, I believe, a triangle. Which has legends, and this triangle has three legends Bloodhound, Crypto, and Bangalore. Bangalore smoke counters Crypto's drone. If you're in the smoke, the Crypto drone cannot see you, but you will be affected by the EMP. And that's the other thing, but the fact that they cannot see you. Now, he, the person might waste his EMP. You put down your smoke somewhere and run somewhere else. Now, the EMP will only affect nobody. Now, that's pretty useful if you ask me. And, but Bangalore Smoke is countered by Bloodhound's Tactical and Ultimate. This is super useful. If you're a Bloodhound main, you should be paired up with a Bangalore because she's super useful for you. Although, although your Bangalore will not be able to see anything, you will. And that is super useful. And you can obviously use a scan, which now lasts for 4 seconds by the way. And those 4 seconds can be crucial, especially if your Bangalore has a digital thread. They can be really nicely used. And now, but the only thing is Crypto is a legend, which I believe 
cannot counter anything. Now, according to me, the way he reacts, like I said in the beginning, is, you know, just not let him get scanned by digital threats and sonars. Yeah, and, and another thing that I believe should happen is that Crypto's passive should be that he should be able to scan survey beacons. Survey beacons are so important. Oh my god. They are one of the best things. The fact that you know the last ring circle and where the high ground is, you can easily go in there uncontested and hold it. That's pretty good, and I can go on and on, but this podcast is not about that. This one right now is about which legend should you buy first. I did that. I did not know how good of a job that I did. But I hope you like I hope you like the podcast. If you did, then be sure to tell it to me. I do have a Twitch. It is Kavish9056 or Kavish6100. It's K-A-V-E-S-H. If you want to go and check it out, you can see it. I do not stream regularly, but I will try and stream from the 19th or the 20th. And yep. That'll be it from me. I hope you enjoyed the Double R99 podcast. I will be uploading more. I might upload the next one might be a meta video of different metal of legends and weapons. And yep, I hope you guys liked it. Thank you very much for tuning in, and I'll see you the next week. I do not know my recording routine, so yeah, I'll get back to you guys. I will be getting a social media as well. But all I can say is thank you very much for tuning in, guys. I'll see you later. Ciao.